0: It is me, I'm here.
1: Are you recording?
0: (laughs) Why do you ask me every single time? After you watch me roll over there, press all the recording buttons, it makes a little beepy noise, and then I slide all the way back over here, and you go, are you recording? Eat a fucking grape.
1: I didn't want to be caught on camera eating McDonald's.
0: This This is like the ninth time you've been caught on camera eating McDonald's.
1: Not Not only did I get McDonald's, I went into Walmart today where they had a McDonald's in Walmart. That's like a new low.
0: (laughs) That's where you're drawing the line?
1: (laughs) Now, if they had... (laughs)
0: Now I'm disgusted. Now, if they had
1: put a McDonald's in a CVS, no way. And you mean... A Walmart, I can tell. No, no,
0: Dollar Tree. <laughs> uh, Welcome to the McDonald's. <laughs> the Dollar Tree McDonald's. Where can I take your order?
1: Oh. You know, something weird happened to me today. They, they moved my truck in the warehouse all the way to the front of, like, the loading belt. And that's right where the manager is. Yeah. And, uh he's like this older black guy and he goes hello young man are you new here I'm like no i've been working here for like a year he goes oh <laughs> he goes okay well you're right next to me now um yeah all right he goes the good thing about that is i know when uh when you guys are going to be sent out you know a lot of the times all the drivers are like when do we leave when do we leave but now that you're right by me. I'll this let man you
0: know. has the strangest accent. He goes you've he ever goes, put on.
1: He, go, he goes I'll let you know when you leave. I was like he yeah. sounds
0: I was like okay. Uh he sounds like Donald Glover but like <laughs> yeah. raspier. <You're> like <laughs> yeah. hey man. So he goes I'm uh, getting too old for this shit.
1: So he goes um he goes we're going to be done loading the trucks in about 15 minutes. I'm like oh that's great. It's only something like 7:30 in the morning. Like I'm going to get out so early now. I said, I just hope it stops raining. He goes, raining? He goes, man, it's going to stop raining by 8 o'clock. He goes, I'm going to go barbecue. I'm like, yeah, okay. It's going to be a good day. I leave the-, I leave the Is wa- this
0: guy like Morgan Freeman from I, Bruce Almighty? He's actually God. Wait, he's like, I leave the, how does he know when it's going to stop I raining? Leave
1: the, <laughs> I leave the warehouse at like 745. And I, I, I pull out the gate. And I'm going down the parking lot. He's on the property with a charcoal grill <laughs> yeah. cooking a burger. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, he meant now. <laughs> just like, Why doesn't he go home?
0: <laughs> He's been t- working the midnight to 8 a.m. I told you, it's going to stop raining at 8 and then I'm going to make a burger i just i just thought I'm getting he meant, too old for this shit.
1: i just thought he was like yeah it's gonna stop raining by 8 a.m it's gonna be a great day i'm gonna barbecue later i just had no idea he meant right fucking now like where do you get the meat from
0: <laughs> where do you get any of it oh well d- <laughs> my co-worker chris the other day yesterday no two days ago <laughs> we pulled back into the yard to do something and he's like yo man pull o- pull over by my uh he goes bou over by my car. I'm like, all right he runs over, pops his trunk open. he's got like a the biggest igloo cooler I've ever seen in my life. It, it looked like it looked like luggage that wouldn't that would go under the plane. It was huge. and he just points out he's like, ah right I go all right and then he pulls out a single Modelo. and he's like, ah, right right All day he was talking about these Modellos. He's like, yeah you know I'm gonna have a couple cold ones after work this isn't that. Dude, I'm sitting in my car about to leave. Everybody is gone. I'm, like, looking through my phone to play a song on the ride home. I look up. I turn. I just see him. He's staring directly at me, crushing the Modelo. Just <laughs> choking the whole thing. And he looks at me, and with it still kicked back, he just, like, hits me with a, a double eyebrow raise. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost my shit. He puts it down and goes, ha Puts it in his cup holder and takes it off. I was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. See, that's what's, what's funny is you have, like,
1: weird coworkers. I just run into weird people.
0: <laughs> like, I, I delivered a package
1: to a, a marijuana dispensary.
0: Why'd you say it like a cop? So I was knee what, deep what do you, in this marijuana dispensary. What do you call it? A weed store? Uh, no, it's a dispensary. You know, Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at me! I don't smoke weed either. I wouldn't know what to call yeah. it—smoke shop, but I delivered. Dispensary.
1: A, the box was eighty-five pounds, and that's a lot of hash. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm like lugging it in. I'm like, "Hey man, where do I put this?" He's like, "Hey man, just drop it down wherever." I'm like, "Okay," and I just dropped it, and it like smacked on the ground. And like everyone, <laughs> I did mean literally, man. And then everyone like turned and looked at me, and the guy just goes, "Hey guys, our weeds here." And everyone was just like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I don't think that there's weed in there. He was like, well, you know, it comes in like containers. I'm like, you think those containers are 85 pounds? And I was like, are you high right now? He was, yeah, but, you know, I can get high on my job because, you know, people can see me and then they know that, like, we have good product here. I went, that's not how that works. It's that's like, exactly I used, how it works. I used to be a bartender. No. I wouldn't down a bottle of kettle. This shit's fucking good, <laughs> man. This is fucking good. Bar-tending, you should get this. Bartending's
0: a little more involved than bud tending because you just fucking, what do you want? Hanky-panky purple? Here you go, dude. If I walked into a weed shop and some guy was like, fuck, I'd be like, what are you on? I yeah. want that. Yeah, Yes. You know what's funny? Really quick before we start the show um i totally forgot to tell you that riley commented the other day asking um let me get the comment
1: i love how it seems like you're scrolling through like hundreds of comments (laughs) yeah we
0: probably i'm scrolling through i'm scrolling through more videos than i am comments I didn't even see this comment. He goes, fucking McDonald's, no Wendy's, as a redhead? Fuck you, Charlie. As a redhead? <laughs> that's what he said. Does he have red hair? <laughs> I guess.
1: How should I know? But Ronald
0: McDonald has red I, I've hair. I've never seen him before. His profile pictures Toby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach hurts. It should. Oh, oh, here it is. It was it was in a reply, that's why. Oh. God damn it, Riley. He goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, Have you guys had any other bad theater experiences? He Because I was going to use "letting a mother" or uh, "mother letting her kids walk on the seats after the new Transformers" as my example. Yesterday during the blackening, there were two different people talking on the phone at the same time. <laughs> but um, uh, it's hilarious that we both launched into weird coworker stories without. Remembering that Riley asked us directly to talk about weird people. Yeah, I was gonna say, oh, that could be, that could be a good intro, and then we accidentally did it. So you're welcome, awesome. Riley. <laughs> That's how we do, baby. That's how we do. Yeah, we're we're stick around to the end of the show. We we got. You want to tell him about you? You want to tell him about the Tex Mex guy later?
1: The Tex Mex guy. Yeah, remember? Uh,
0: I'm out of here, like Vladimir. Oh, that guy. <laughs> That guy, you want me to do it now? No, no, this intro's gone on long enough. Oh, well, we'll workshop it in later. Yeah. We'll oh, that stick guy. Stick around to the end to hear about Vladimir Putin at a, at, a, at a burrito place.
1: That guy sucked.
0: That guy was awesome. I still have a picture of him. You know what that guy probably wanted? Tex-Mex. He probably wanted us to do a podcast.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good
0: idea. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you felt uncomfortable being on the receiving end of that, huh? Yeah. It's always you asking, huh? Yeah,
1: it's always me. <laughs> yeah, get fucked. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll do the plot summary. Get
0: switched on. You want to do the plot summary for you, Transformers?
1: Yeah. Okay, so... We're doing... We're going back... Hurry up! We're going back to... Fourth, Too slow! We're going back to fourth grade here. We're doing a little compare and contrast. Fourth this gra- Was
0: it fourth grade?
1: No, I'm saying like you know, like in like oh. grade school when you do like compare and contrasting. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna do a little bit of that. So last week we watched the new Transformers movie, which was like, it, it, that movie was kind of like when you're wiping and like your finger breaks through the I don't paper. Like where this is going. And your finger breaks through the paper, and like you're not really mad, you're not sad, <laughs> but you're just
0: like, ah. That's. I want you to know that has never happened to me once in my entire life. That's so, the least relatable thing you could have ever compared it to. So what we did, so what, so well, in last week's episode, I said we sh- I wanted to go back and watch the other Transformers. Yeah. So we did. So we. And then we said, well, you know, we have a movie podcast. We could talk about it. Yeah. That, that could be an interesting thing to talk about. And so now here we are.
1: Yeah. So we watched the uh, Michael Bay 2007. Welcome
0: to the general movie reviews. Yeah. Review of Transformers 2007.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're a little late. <laughs> we didn't have a podcast then. That's crazy. I didn't even know who you were.
0: What? Uh, so, well, I was, I was ten in 2007.
1: Yeah, I was, I was nine.
0: Th- that's crazy. You're you're younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I just want to say real quick before I do this plot summary, I, I feel the pressure now. Why? Because you always do the plot summaries, and I'm always oh, yeah, like, come yeah, on, yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. But you
0: have to do exactly what you do, because you think I can't see you, and you forget that I edit these things. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every time you do a plot
0: summary, I'm like... Dude, the faces he makes make me so angry when I'm editing. I'm like, you fucking dick! Um, All right, ready for this week's... 2007 Transformers review with Charlie. Dun dun shut up. Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so 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 we <laughs> so we
1: open up with narration. <laughs> so we open. So we open up with narration. I spilled my
0: fucking tea. I, I'm Keegan, and I hate narration.
1: So yeah, we open up with a quick narration, a little exposition of uh, Optimus Prime, and then uh, he's like, "Yeah, we need this cube, kind of like the the one we just saw in the theaters." Uh, but instead, uh, we open up on a military base, and then uh, yeah, this this uh, like army helicopter like rushes towards this base turns into a fucking Decepticon and fucking lights up the entire army base and only like Josh Demel and the guy from Fast and Furious make it out
0: <laughs> what a what a tragedy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: so, like, <laughs> so like then they're like oh fuck and it was like Pretty fucking crazy though. Um, we'll get into the details later. So that happens, and then we cut to Shia LaBeouf, who is like, "I really need a fucking car," uh, and he was trying to sell his grandfather's glasses on eBay <laughs> to get a car. We'll dive into that too a little bit. Um, and then he gets this—he uh, gets Bumblebee, you know. But he doesn't. He just thinks it's a rusted Camaro. And then he try, he picks up Megan Fox, uh, and then you know. Prime calls the Autobots, or Bumblebee does, and then they all show up. And they're like, hey, we need this thing. Uh, It all connects to your grandfather and his glasses. So uh, you need to take us to get your glasses. So Shia LaBeouf takes, like, seven Transformers to his house (laughs) to get his grandfather's glasses. (laughs) And then... uh, and then they, uh, I think the, the one of the bad Transformers, like, snuck into his room, that little guy, and, like, stole his glasses. Um, so then, uh, what happened after that? Um, <laughs> I don't know.
0: What did happen? Tag to- me in whenever you want.
1: Uh, yeah, well, remember they were all in his backyard? Yeah. And what happened after that? <laughs> they went to get it.
0: And then, uh, uh, what's his name?
1: Oh, oh, John Turturro Je- showed up.
0: Jesus from Big Lebowski. Yeah, John Turturro Jesus. shows up.
1: Yeah, and he's from, like, Sector 7, and he's like, yeah. he's like, you've had direct contact with the Transformers. So he's like, we gotta get you out of here. So they, like, take them, and, like, they're driving away with them, and then, like, the Autobots come out of nowhere and just, like, destroy their FBI cars and shit and then they wind up at the Hoover Dam where uh Megatron is frozen.
0: Yeah, Sector 7 has Megatron on ice. <laughs> yeah, they they got him on oh, ice. Oh, by the way, we got this big fucking uh robot that we found in the ice. Yeah, And John
1: Voight's the senator and he's like what the hell's going on? <laughs> and then uh and then Megatron, you know, bursts out and like escapes and they're like hey uh He's like, "Why well, want the cube too?" And then a whole big crazy fucking fight happens, and then the good guys win, and Shia LaBeouf is dating Megan Fox, <laughs> and then and then it ends.
0: Yay! Yay! That, that was, was Charlie's plot summary. plot summary of the week. Much worse than mine. I don't think I'm gonna do that. And that's <laughs> yeah, so fucking easy, now, is it? Yeah. No. All right. Should we mention that um, I totally forgot this last week? But I, my unicorn is named Megatron. Oh yeah, I totally forgot that. That's that. I have a I have a stuffed unicorn on my wall. I, I got a better angle if you want me to. Uh, whatever, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, who I named the Megatron? Yep, without even liking Transformers. It's just what was in my heart. It's like that song
1: by Nicki Minaj. What? You know, she's like my name is Megatron. She's but, like
0: uh, I'm a bitch. Oh no. I, I fucked fuck up my lighting. camera. <laughs> <laughs> um so I really fucked up my lighting. I really fucked it all up. <laughs> Hold on. Cue that technical difficulty screen.
1: <laughs> how do you want to uh, how, how do we want to start
0: this? By getting my fucking lighting right. Oh, here we go.
1: Yeah, it opened with narration.
0: All right, yeah, so... We don't I, need dude, to I feel go like, into that Dude, I feel like every single movie we've seen in, like, the past several weeks has opened with narration.
1: Even the good ones, like The Big Lebowski opened with narration. Like... But, I mean, you know what it is? It's that, in this, I guess, generation... All the movies that are coming out are so lazy that they just do this whole vomit of exposition on you, and they're like, "Okay, action."
0: You know what the problem is too? I think like, I think like people like movie makers nowadays are like trying to make movies. So like, in their instead of like being in their head picturing something happening, they're in their head like picturing a movie. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, it opens with narration, because movies open with
1: narration.
0: Yeah, they're going by, like, this generic formula of, like, movie. What did I do? It's so dark. Is it my eyes? Am I dying? Well, (laughs) that was the opposite of what I wanted. I'm thoroughly confused as to what I did to myself. All right, I completely changed my camera angle to satiate the problem. Now it's too bright. Hold on. <clears throat> there we go! Hey, I did it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everybody. So we
1: open with narration.
0: Um, I will say, I feel all right. So most of this review isn't con- is is going to be comparing it to the newer one, yeah. because that's what I was doing while I was watching it. Um, at least this narration was like telling us important shit. It shouldn't come up. Uh, I was telling us like important shit that. I didn't know. He's like, you know, we got uh, the All Spark, It's a cube. We want to find that shit. All right, good to go. I, I of, of of narration, it was at least doing its job. Yeah,
1: but I mean, you know what bothered me, though, was like he wound up just saying that later to Shia LaBeouf. Oh, my
0: God, dude. I, <laughs> I put that in my notes. So it's
1: just kind of like, why tell us if you're just going <laughs> to tell him later? And I was like, we already know that. You know, like it just doesn't, And then it's th- unnecessary. I, well,
0: yeah, always. Well, it's because, you know, in my head.
1: Because they were like floating through space. It was like the camera's like in space, you know, and it's like prime narrating. And then we fade out and then we open up in the army base. I think it would have been dope to just open up in the army base. Yeah,
0: just yeah, yeah, start yeah. Start it up. Start it up, Michael. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... that's- <laughs> 99% of the time you're better off just starting wherever you are when you're done with the narration. Yeah. I like every single time I watch a movie I'm like I wish we would have just started here. Yeah. Instead of wasting 5 of my minutes going uh, So I was born in a small <laughs> town in Spain, but I'm not Spanish. I'm actually <laughs> Peruvian. Like okay. <laughs> There's no way you could have communicated that to me that to me differently. <laughs> you don't sound Peruvian. <laughs> You're like, hey, you sound like an old Jew.
1: You're like, I was I born see- in Spain, yeah. but I'm Peruvian. <laughs> uh, you don't sound to either I had a
0: matzo ball shop there. <laughs> we closed down after a week
1: for and, lack of business. We
0: closed down due to COVID-19. <laughs> oh, that's a little better.
1: Um, well, that's anyway, not- yeah, I agree with that. Um... And then, uh, so, yeah, the army base gets, like, you know, one of the Decepticons comes in. Yeah, that, that whole action scene was fucking that, like it was wild. Fucking,
0: it was, A, it was fucking awesome, and B, it was so much cooler than the other one. Yeah, dude. Like it I, was like, I, I, oh, I watched that, it on,
1: like, a, a big fucking, like, I watched on TV at, like, you know, 9.30, 10 p.m. All the lights were out, and I was, like, right in front of the TV. The shit, like, blew my fucking mind. And mind you, the effects held up. Well, yeah, well. Yeah,
0: I mean, we'll dive into
1: that later, but oh, I to- just say it. It's fucking, like, dude, still pretty fucking cool.
0: Yeah, that opening scene was awesome. It was, like, uh, yeah, very cool. And it, it established right away that the Decepticons are not to be fucked with. I mean, he just, yeah. wa- this giant robot just waltzes into a military base. I also like how it has a fake
1: person in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, better than the other chick's fake person, who it yeah. is never fucking brought up. This one is, like, glitchy and holography. Yeah. They're like, well, if we have to put a fake guy in there. And it's always the same fake guy. I yeah. thought that was fun. It looks
1: like fucking T-1000. Yeah. It's
0: just... Imagine being that actor. Like, yeah, can you pretend to be the hologram that sits inside the Transformers? Don't say anything. Just stare straight forward. Um, but what are my lines? You don't exactly. have any lines. No, no, you're not understanding me. You're the fake driver for a giant space robot, right? <laughs> Quit asking questions. I thought the the soldier scenes were kind of cheesy, but, like, in a cheesy, like, in what you expect, you know, like, cheesy like you would... I see you. I see you. Yeah. Um, cheesy in a way that, like, it kind of reminded me of, like, um, <laughs> the... Um, uh, uh, the scene in Predator, like when they're in the helicopter beforehand, and they're like, "We're soldiers. Oh, we're big uh, bodybuilders. Uh, Arnold yeah. Schwarzeneggers. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Native American." Uh. But yeah. it was like less extreme, and it was just like, "I have a goat."
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: it's. Oh, and you know what I also liked about the the way this movie intros, after we've gotten past the narration. Is I like how um, there's like this like element of mystery. It's like this helicopter rocks up and they're like, "Who is that helicopter?"
1: Yeah, they're all like kind of bugging out,
0: like, "Who the fuck is that?" And then it, like it slowly unravels. They're like, "Um, that is a that's one of our helicopters." But oh, the helicopter got shot down last week, and, oh, who's in the helicopter? Uh, and then it lands, then it turns into a robot and just starts fucking, fucking murdering killing people. killing everyone. Just blowing shit up. Yeah. A scorpion jumps off of its back.
1: That was awesome.
0: Um, I liked how uh, the military weren't just, like...
1: Hanging around?
0: No, I-, I like how they weren't just, like, cannon fodder. Like, sometimes, like, there's there exists military in movies and their sole purpose is to get murdered. This yeah. The military in this kind of felt more, like, uh, competent. Like, it felt very, yeah. like...
1: And, you know, I found myself rooting for them a little bit. Yeah, like, they,
0: they kind of felt like... Uh, which
1: you should do, but it just seems like... Like, I know what you mean. Like, a lot of the times it's all, like... It's kind of like... You know how, like, in John Wick... How he just kills so many fucking people yeah, and they're then completely, it kind of just like loses its effect.
0: They're completely nameless. Yeah, and there's no, yeah like,
1: nameless. Like, that's what it is. Like, how the, the they military... Don't act,
0: they don't act like people. They just look like stuntmen getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, it felt like they're running around. They're screaming. Some of them are giving out orders. They're, yeah, they're doing like, things. Like, they're... Josh Demel is like, put me through to someone.
1: They're like, do you have a credit card number? He's
0: like, Fuck! Uh, I'm not even talking about the main character. Guys. I mean, I mean, I mean, like the background soldiers, they feel like real. Yeah. Like one of them is completely nameless. He gets like blown up. And then like uh Josh D'Amel is like, we need a medic. You know, he's like, oh, we got to save yeah. this guy. And like, other than the guy in the glasses, he yeah. got fucking destroyed and nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: was <laughs> like, <"Wow>, a- <laughs> this is the first
0: time I've seen a movie, think their characters is as annoying as I do. There, there's a
1: quick shot of that scorpion transformer. And it's like Tail just quickly like punctures a guy and just sucks him underground. Real and and quick. he was like
0: And he was like the annoying like Poindexter marine character archetype yeah. And I was like uh And nobody gave a fuck that he died. I was no. like for once nobody gives a fuck about that stupid ass character.
1: Yeah. Um I got my notes right here. Um Thank God. So Let's talk. Let's talk. Shia LaBeouf. I saw a lot of parallels with uh, with holes (laughs) in this movie.
0: Just because it's Shia LaBeouf.
1: (laughs) No, but it's like, yeah, it's Shia LaBeouf. But he's always like, oh, my my great grandfather or whatever was a you know discoverer. And then in the other one, he's like, oh, my great my no good dirty rotten great great grandfather. And then John Voight plays the senator in this movie. And then he played Mr. Sir in Holes. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, what's going on with Holes right now? And they then, just remake Holes with then robots? And then after Transformers, I watched Holes. Jesus. It, like, put it into my subconscious. I was waiting for one of the Transformers to be like, you really want to watch Holes right now? <laughs> it's like, fuck yeah. Because Holes is also a great fucking movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I like Holes. I I wouldn't.
1: D I G. what is that spell? I
0: wouldn't go out of my way to watch it, but if it's t- on already. I won't be mad.
1: I'm tired of this, Grandpa. That's too damn bad.
0: That's too damn bad. <laughs> uh, I will. I do say that fairly often. Yeah. <laughs> That's too damn bad. Um. The hell you say? <laughs> hell you say, boy?
1: No, but Shia LaBeouf did a great fucking job in this. I think Shia LaBeouf is a good actor. He's
0: just kind of weird. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But you know what I love about his character in this? They didn't make him like, like that really nerdy fucking. Like he had some edge to him, and he was funny. Like when he gets up to do his presentation, everyone kind of like, you know, he someone th- flicks like a rubber band at him, and they start kind of like laugh at him, and you're like, oh, he's the loser. But then he's just like, I got my grandfather's glasses here, I'm trying to buy a car, <laughs> and he wants to buy him for like fifty bucks. Uh, I got some of his other stuff here. He was a discoverer, pretty famous. If anyone wants to buy this shit, uh, let me know.
0: I like when he rocks up to the park with his dumbass friend and he's like, he's like, dude, are we even invited to this party? He's like, What do you mean? It's a public park.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then
0: like, and the bully kind of starts like
1: making fun of Shia LaBeouf. I love
0: it. the line where this weird friend character just leaps into a tree. And like, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? And he goes, We came here to climb that tree. <laughs> yeah. <It's so> stupid. <laughs> but then the bully's like
1: making fun of him, uh, about like his report or something and he was like yeah you know next time i'll i'll, I'll write a whole book and i'll i'll put nice little pictures in it for you a <laughs> little coloring section like he had some edge to him yeah. like he gets bullied but he's like fuck you i don't care like i, I like that
0: yeah, he's just kind of like a weird horny teenager character
1: yeah, he's so <laughs> horny oh, dude.
0: oh d- um the f- dude, I thought the shot with Megan Fox sitting amongst all those children was hilarious. They're like, this is Megan Fox, she's a teenager, uh, and these are all children. Like the rest of her class looked like thirteen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she she's was, just and she weird looks no, 25. it's weird to twenty five. She was it's st- like, that's just Megan Fox. Yeah. And, like- and her-
0: And her boyfriend is sitting right next to her. They're both full grown adults. Yeah,
1: he's like fucking (laughs) forty.
0: Even Shia Shia LaBeouf looks like a like a little teenage kid. But the rest of them, I swear to God, look like they just got out of fucking daycare.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude, I just, I, I really thought Shia LaBeouf was fucking hilarious this whole movie. He was cracking me up, dude. The scene where like that little Transformers like attacking him and he like rips its head off. He's like, you're not so tough without a head now, huh? (laughs) And he like punts its head like 60 yards. (laughs) Mm. He was just like, he was like on crack this whole (laughs) movie. He's like, I need to buy a car.
0: I love when the fucking cop Decepticon is chasing him, and Megan Fox turns the corner. He's like, go! No. He's like, run, run, run! Get, yeah, get in the car! Yeah, get in the car! He, he clotheslines are off her bike. She's like, what the hell? And he like doesn't have any My pants on, trying to attack
1: me. Yeah, he doesn't have like any pants on. It's like just go. This whole thing's fucked up. Like the thinks,
0: whole time he's just losing
1: his shit. Or
0: when he thinks someone's stealing his car, so he jumps on his sister's bicycle. He's yeah. like, he's like, hey! hey. Like, hey. On the sidewalk. He's like, hey! Yeah. And he like hey. he like bangs on the side of his ass. He's like,
1: Dad call the cops! Dad, call the fuck. He's Daddy like, cops. he just fucking like runs out and he's like, oh come on. Dude, fucking funny. Dude, also, are we just gonna gloss over Bernie Mac? Of
0: course not. I have an ear in my notes. <laughs> hey, mommy, <mama>. Hey, mummy! <laughs> I miss Bernie Mac. Me too. So much. He's so funny. He
1: was so funny in Bad Santa. Uh Oh my God. Dude, his first scene, it just shows him lighting a cigarette and he just goes. And the whole cigarette just fucking. Just sucks in the whole cigarette in one puff and goes. Was our mall Santa fucking fat bitches in the women's big and tall section? (laughs) Oh, I love Bernie Mac.
0: Uh, he was hilarious in this. He's like trying to sell Shia LaBeouf a car. And he's like, he's like, how much do you want for me? He goes, uh, I don't know, five grand. He goes, uh, I'm not going over. For, uh, he says.
1: He wanted like six and Shia LaBeouf was like. No, I'm, not I'm not going
0: five. over five. His dad was like, I'm not going over five. He goes, well, I got five for you right here. And he points at like a little tiny like Volkswagen Beetle. Like, now this is a five grand <laughs> car. What did he say to the, he was like, he's like, that's Mammy back there. I was like,
1: he's like, that's my Mammy over there. Hey, Mammy. Hey. And she like flips him off. He goes, oh, bust a rock over yeah. her head, you bitch. She, she a bit deaf. <laughs> she's
0: like, you deaf anyway. Fuck her. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I was kind of, and he's in it for like five that seconds. That was his only scene. Was, his and only then scene. Bumblebee like, like EMPs him really quick. And then he's like, take the car. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I love that uh, the Bumblebee just shows up and he doesn't question it. He just tries to sh- sell Shia LaBeouf a car he doesn't actually own. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking, you're gonna have the car. I don't know who fucking owns it, but yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah, what if that was somebody's car? Yeah, because didn't Bumblebee just roll into the lot? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, like, by the way, comparing to last we the other Transformers, I, I love how they did that with the. The transformers in this, yeah, like the transformers are like sneaky in this. They're like they're they're hiding in plain sight because they're cars, yeah. And so there's so many scenes like in the first couple minutes of this movie where you can see the the the, the you know the transformers driving around, yeah, and the movie doesn't like acknowledge them. They're just At like all. sneakily in the background,
1: like yeah, like that's how it was for a lot of this movie. And then all of a sudden, like they would just bust out into their fucking. You know, robot form. Yeah, which like, is a, what the
0: fuck? Which is a f- a fantastic way to utilize. you ever hear the catchphrase "robots in disguise"? <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> it's, it was so nice to see that them, like, especially after last week, them utilize the powers of the robots. Like yeah. they can turn into cars. Yeah, and, and drive around without being noticed. It's not like oh, we're just gonna turn what, to cars I will- and hide in Peru. It was remember. like, oh, they drive around. One of them takes the form of a cop car. There's yeah. a scene at, later on where Starscream, who can turn into a jet, sneaks into formation with all the other jets and just starts shooting them down from behind because they think it's one of them. Yeah, It's like, like that. There you. That's that, fucking cool. There it is. There, that's that's it. That's how you write a transformer.
1: Yeah, like I, I don't. I'm not like obsessed with Michael Bay, but I will say like you know when he does something he does go all out i I, you know? I i
0: definitely you know did not give him enough credit he can make an he can make an action movie yeah. i think it's just because i don't like action movies but he can write a fucking action movie yeah big time. Um, there was and you know what too i noticed now that you know i'm not 10 <laughs> watching a michael bay movie i noticed he has a really good sense of like visual jokes like he has a good yeah. sense in that in the scene with Bernie Mac's car dealership, there's just an ostrich standing there. For <laughs> yeah, no reason. yeah, And I was like, "That's fucking hilarious," and no, and nobody acknowledges it. There's just an ostrich sitting in a car, just like. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, that's fu- that's hilarious. What do you mean? That's because right then and there, that's the joke. That's you don't the have joke. to explain the
1: joke. Like, oh, that's my pet
0: ostrich. Shia LaBeouf doesn't have to go. Why is there an ostrich in that car? And it's like, no, it's yeah. It's the just- visual of an ostrich hanging out at a used car dealership is hilarious, all by itself. Yeah, I, was I like, mean- why the fuck is there an ostrich? And the less I know about that ostrich, the funnier it is. It makes me go, why the fuck is there an ostrich at a car dealership? <laughs>
1: But because we were talking about how a lot of filmmakers now they kind of don't know how to uh, kind of roll the humor into the action. Yeah. So there's like action here, joke here, action here. But again, like Shia LaBeouf is getting attacked by this like it was like a boombox. <laughs> so it was no, like even better. Big... It
0: was a JVC radio. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And then it, it would always like mumble shit. It was like the angriest Transformer ever. It was just hacking into
0: computers. Yeah, it was like... hacking into the government. It's like <laughs> yeah. it was so
1: horny. <laughs> so it starts attacking Shia LaBeouf, and it's got like fucking razor blades and like spinning grinders. It's like gonna like cut him the fuck up. And then yeah, Shia LaBeouf like ripped its head off. He's like, oh god. And he's like, not so tough now, just punts his fucking head. And, you know, during the fight scene with him in that Transformer, I was like, oh, fuck. And then he does that shit, and I'm like laughing. I rewound that like three times. Like, he did a great job, you know, weaving the fucking jokes in yeah. with the action. And that's, again, where, you know, Michael Bay, fucking 10 out of 10 with that. You know, I was... Like, even when they were like, you know, even he'll do things that are funny that further the plot, like when they're like, we really need this cube. And then, like, Sector 7 was like, let me show you something. They go into the other room, and the cube is just in the room, (laughs) and it's fucking ginormous. And it's also on ice, I think. (laughs) But they made it seem like, we really need this cube, and we don't know where it is. They're like, let me show you something. (laughs) You don't actually think they're the gonna the just think happy. Yeah, we got just the thing. Like it's fucking <laughs> funny. Um,
0: I love the. Did you notice the the really subtle George Bush character? Yeah, he hey, go, me go live, get me some so ding so dongs. Like, yeah, hey, go fetch me some ding dongs, honey. Yeah, <laughs> and she's in the basement. She's like sniffing the ding dong. She's like,
1: Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, she ate it off the airport floor, the oh. the plane floor. Ugh. It was yeah, it was, you know, and it go it get more, me some of those ding dong. Go f-
0: he, I, I, haven't written down verbatim. He says go fetch me some ding dongs, which is an even funnier way of saying that. <laughs> White ding dong. Oh no, he says me <laughs> yeah, wrangle me up some ding dongs, <laughs> darling. Wrangle me up. Um, wrangle me some ding dongs, darling. Um. And he's got the pink socks on, and yeah. he's just like playing footsies with himself. <laughs> yeah. in Air Force One, <laughs> like,
1: bed, Rang me up, some rang me dongs. up, some ding dongs, darling. Um, but yeah, I do think like every performance in this was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, everyone, like Michael Bay, really did make like made like ninety percent of the characters like fucking hilarious. Yeah, like down to like you know Bernie Mac, who was in it for like a minute, but. I mean he's also a comedian, but um but I thought that Shia LaBeouf's parents <laughs> they cry I thought they crushed it as like those overbearing parents. Like when Shia LaBeouf gets the money to get a car, his dad goes, I was gonna surprise you with this and he pulls into a Porsche dealership. He's like, No way I'm getting a Porsche He's like, Fuck no <laughs> He's like, I just wanted to mess with you like, and then you're just, right,
0: you're not getting a Porsche. Yeah,
1: and then he just pulls out of the Porsche dealership.
0: And he's driving, like, a really nice car, too, so they could probably afford a Porsche. Yeah, He's driving, like, a classic, like, Monte Carlo. And he's like, fuck, no, I'm not getting you a fucking Porsche. But he did
1: such a good job as, like, that dad. Like, Shia LaBeouf, like, runs into the yard. He's like, whoa, 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 footsteps on the grass. That's why I built the path. And, like, the mom was so overbearing. She's like, were you masturbating in here? And then even the dad is like, "Uh, what are you doing? Don't, don't say that. She's like, we could call it, like, you know, Sam's Fun Time. or
0: And they're just like, oh, God. Megan Fox walks out of his bathroom, and she's like, what? Oh, good, good for you. Yeah, good she's
1: for you. like, hi. Oh, my God. Did you notice when the Decepticons come down in a meteor form, everyone starts rushing over to them with their phones, and one guy just
0: goes, this is better than Armageddon. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which I... I mean, of course, Michael Bay did Armageddon, yeah, but it's like yeah. that line just seemed so forced.
0: He might as well have said, this is better than bad boys. Because yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. This was, is better than anything that hack fuck Michael Bay could do. Yeah. You piece of shit asshole. It's right Bay's, into the lens. Michael, Michael Bay is like sitting in his director chair like.
1: It's going to be, be a little more angry.
0: Could you uh call uh, make fun of the size of my penis? Yeah. That small
1: fucking that freckle cock Michael Bay fucking <laughs> directing
0: that fucking movie. Yeah, you know what? I mean this this movie wasn't perfect. No. But it was for what it was, I think it was fantastic. I think it's 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 what it's the uh, what I didn't realize was it's like the exact movie we're always like like yearning for whenever we watch a stupid movie. It was it's very self-aware and it's very good at being what it is.
1: That's the biggest thing with movies. Like no matter what movie you're going to do, know what you are. Like you have to know what you are. I think that is like probably the top 3 biggest things of the movie.
0: Now, yeah, like this movie n- it never like oversteps into like different territory. It it's it, it's never too dramatic. Or it's, like, never sad. It never tries to, like...
1: Yeah, and again, because it it knows. And he's also an experienced enough director to, like, you know, make certain decisions and know what it is. Because when you have Michael Bay, like, like, studios also trust him. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, his movies are expensive as fuck, but they know that there's going to be a big return, especially when you have, like, you know, Transformers. Yep, you know that merchandising alone would you know fucking save you but again he's good enough to know what he's doing and it's not like how we always say oh some guy will direct some indie flick and then get a marvel deal yeah this is michael bay he's
0: known for making these big yeah bombastic movies
1: and again like knowing what it is is such a big deal because we've reviewed movies where it's where they have this potential, but because they don't quite know what type of movie they're going for. Like, I hate to keep bringing it up, but like Cocaine Bear, Mm -hmm. that had such potential of being like the dumbest, most outlandish, funny fucking movie. But but they didn't know what it was. They were trying to be serious. They were trying to... Interweave all these plots of the missing kid and and the bear, and then you get the deputy involved, and you there's the park ranger and the whatever, there you know, and the drug kingpins, and it's just like take a fucking breather.
0: There's, you have your hands in too many baskets at that point. Yeah, like you, you, know, you only have two hands, all right. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love a good, um, I I love a good story that can do two things at once. Oh um, yeah. Some of my favorite TV shows are, are well, back in the day, Scrubs. Scrubs was the, the king of this, uh, you know, in its, in its heyday, where Scrubs will be ha- have you laughing for like an hour and then fucking the last five minutes of the episode. It's like, yep, uh, everyone that was making you laugh is now dead. It's like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, uh, that, but that's two baskets. Either, yeah. uh, you can handle up to two baskets. I don't mind yeah. when, like, a comedy randomly gets all dramatic or if a drama... Is like randomly funny sometimes. That's fine. Yeah. Cocaine's like, bear problem was it was trying to be eight different genres at once. Yeah,
1: they wanted this really gory slasher type, blood splattered. They wanted
0: you to laugh at the cookie bear like, doing cocaine. Gory,
1: and then they yeah they wanted to make you laugh with how weird the bear was being, and then they wanted to put the Margo action Martindale. in uh, <laughs> with their fucking all the guns and the shooting, and it just it just it lost. They wanted you, you. to be
0: horny as fuck for Margot Martindale. Oh. God. Oh fuck. Margot Martindale. Oh. Sweet Nookie. Oh, God. God, wakes me up in the middle of the night
1: sometimes. Dude, my my erection just tore a hole in my pants. I'm
0: sitting in a puddle of my own pussy juice now.
1: Dude, actually, it just ripped my fucking pants.
0: <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> no, that was like. Why are you walking around with a hole in your pants? Are my work pants so? Fuck is that? What? I don't recognize that voice. Yeah. he's telling Mouse to come and I don't know who it is. Hey Mouse,
1: shut up. Any <laughs> Rob. Uh yeah, so again, self-awareness is very important. Like I, I'm working on this script about this uh this fucking guy who gets like abducted by aliens. But it's like it's kind of intense, but like it's it's like dumb funny.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's like I'm aware of what I'm doing, you know. So it's just I feel like st- at
0: least trying to be. Yeah, That's, I feel like most most of these movies suck because like the writers or directors aren't keeping that in mind and trying to do. It. Yeah, you can't do anything in a movie without putting effort into it. Like I think sometimes people fail to realize that when it comes to like writing and making movies, nothing is an accident. Like everything, yeah. you need to think of things that happen. Um. Not saying there are no accidents, but like the majority of things you see in a movie are done on purpose because they're not real. It's not real life happening in front of you. It's somebody's making decisions to to present a story a certain way in real life. Things just happen like, you know, you, you can't control everything. But in a movie, you can control everything because you're fabricating it. You're 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 building it up. Everything's fake. So you have to be responsible for placing all the pieces in the right spot. Yeah and i feel like a lot of filmmakers forget that and kind of squander it and like they don't they're not conscious of all the things they should be conscious of
1: yeah i feel like it just like what you said earlier about how they're like oh movies a lot of movies open with narration that's how i have to do it and it seems like they'll read this script and go okay i read the script we're just gonna get you know these basic shots and then boom we got a movie it's like but there has to be like depth within the pages you know what i mean and i feel like people lose that a lot like and again when you're saying like 90 something percent of it is on purpose like when you have like certain set design and uh a certain music playing like everything is for a reason yeah. Like when you're like, oh, it was kind of cool that that happened. It's like they probably planned that for months. Yeah.
0: You, they're, they're invoking that emotion on you, purpose. Yeah. They want you to go, oh, that's a cool yeah. that they did that because they made it up. Yeah. They, 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 somebody made it up. Yeah. There was some like weird, goofy things with this movie. Um, You notice that, <laughs> you notice that Shia LaBeouf gets arrested because somebody stole his car yeah <laughs> they arrest him and they bring him down to the police station and that cop i hated that cop character oh, okay. that cop character was fucking weird and awful uh, and 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 like but and it didn't make any sense like they're like oh you got your car got stolen all right cuff him bring him down to the police station wait you don't get arrested for losing your car yeah and then the cop character is like interrogating shia labeouf for no reason And then when Shia LaBeouf isn't, like, buying into it, he goes, are you making a a move for my gun? It's like, what the fuck? What is happening? Yeah, because the
1: guy, like, you know, he's got his gun in his holster, and Shia, like, eyed it real quick. And the guy was like, you going for this thing? It's like, dude, honestly, like, not to be so nitpicky, but they could have showed him just getting
0: cuffed. They didn't need any of that. It was a waste of, like... Five, they, seven
1: minutes. Or at least they, they could have just shown him and his dad walking out of the police station.
0: After. None of that. He didn't need to get arrested for his car being stolen. Yeah. Like I don't understand why he was arrested. And now, is it just me, or didn't they, like... Wasn't his car... That, did they find his car? No, because it's Bumblebee. Yeah. Well, so he goes... He chases Bumblebee to, like, some scrapyard, and that's where Bumblebee calls the other Autobots. But then he just transforms back into his car form him and drives away. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... And then sorry love just randomly gets arrested,
1: yeah, pretty it's much like, what the
0: fuck? um I also thought it was absolutely fucking hilarious as maybe a symptom of two thousand and seven, but um th- when they were blaming North Korea for hacking into the government, yeah, I was like, dude, North Korea doesn't even have any computers that turn on. What do you mean dude. <laughs> so There's the- like an analyst character, and she's like, she's like this, this somebody hacked you know the government. In in three seconds, and and that should have taken, like, four billion years to crack the, like, I I think they were going for, like, they kind of, like, um, they just broke through. There's, like, a, I forgot the, there's a type of hacking where you just overload the firewall to a point where it just stops working and that lets you through. The government's, like, computers, like, their network has such a powerful firewall that it would take millions of years of a computer just, like, overloading it to to actually do that which is and so then the, the obviously the space robots can do it in five seconds yeah but like they they immediately blame North Korea it's like guys they don't even have food what do you mean yeah <laughs> they don't have the capability of hacking into the government I, okay. I
1: will say I I wasn't crazy about that that plot either with that the analyst she like went into and she's friends with Anthony Anderson
0: <laughs> what? By the way, I forgot the drink your prune juice thing was from this movie. I don't. Yeah. Totally, shut Grandma, up, Grandma! Drink your prune juice. I've. It's been so long that that's just become like an a meme on the internet. That yeah. I forgot it was actually from something. It's just always like existed to me. Yeah. Grandma, drink your prune juice. <laughs> shut up, Grandma! When they're playing your video games, shut up, Grandma!
1: Um. But, yeah, so, yeah, a lot of the time they were like, it's got to be North Korea or China or something. It's like,
0: no. Um, I also thought, did you think that the that editing was kind of weird in this movie? Like, the cuts were really bad.
1: Yeah, I saw, yeah, I it caught me a couple times. There was, there was weird- Specifically,
0: there was a, a scene where, I mean, and obviously this isn't easy to do because i don't know how i would do it personally i don't make giant cgi movies um that was creepy (laughs) but um there's a scene where like some of the transformers turn into planes and it cuts to real planes flying over and it was just cut kind of poorly and it like looked weird and it was only for a second and i was just like that was weird i wouldn't that was weird. That was just- <laughs>
1: not, not for me. Yeah, it was.
0: It was the editing was just kind of weird, choppy. It was kind of like yeah, just messy. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I mean, you know, because it honestly, like, you know, granted, it must be fucking hard to cut the, when you, when you're adding all this CGI in post production. Because <laughs> I mean, granted, you're filming a lot of shit that just isn't there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you gotta like. Really see that in your head because you're just in like an empty scrapyard. You're like, okay, there's five okay. big robots here, <laughs> and then we'll cut this. Way. Like, that's got to be fucking all tricky. right.
0: Pretend this tennis ball on a <laughs> pole is a, a speaking man. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was miles better than the shit Transformers we just saw, where yeah. the robots were running in from the side of the screen like like a shitty yeah. It cartoon was,
1: like dude every character well every transform in this had a great intro i i like how much i i knew about megatron before he was even awake
0: we actually got to see megatron megatron also um spoiler alert completely rips one of the autobots in half yeah and it's like a complete throwaway thing that's what I, that's kind of what i was touching on last week with the other transformers and the fact that there were only like a couple of them in this one there's there's like i think eight autobots and then there's all the decepticons it's it's pretty much an even fight but it allows you to like kill characters like like, i didn't feel like last week that transformers had the same weight because like there's only four of them i know none of them are gonna die but in this one there's like there's there's a lot of them and there's like some of them i don't know so i'm like well he might die i don't know i I don't but i don't know how significant this character is to the transformers lore like i know optimus isn't going to die i know bumblebee's not going to die but then there's like six more autobots and i'm like dude anything goes like those guys might fucking kick the bucket and they do megatron scoops up a named speaking character and rips him in half Yeah. Just- and throws his corpse away like it was nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, like and that and that's like the daring shit that I love. Like I knew that in the new Transformers when they killed Bumblebee in the first 5 seconds. I'm like there's no way he's fucking dead. I'm like there's just they're going to bring him back.
0: Yeah, because that's that's but, also like the wrong character to kill. Yeah, like come on. You're not killing he ha- there was a Bumblebee movie before there was a Transformers movie. All yeah. right, he's not dying
1: like come on i just kind of like you know with the new one it was a lot of oh we're doing this but then i knew what direction was gonna go in when it was like oh we you know again oh we killed bumblebee and oh this person's gonna die it's like yeah but i know you're gonna bring them back because you're too much of a (laughs) pussy to actually kill it's Not that I was rooting for Bumblebee to fucking die, but I'm just no. like, I just well, knew it. And I'm the, like, there's no way in they, this movie going to kill this fucker.
0: I mean, in this movie, he gets his legs blown off. Yeah, and then hooks himself up to a tow truck. And Megan Fox hooks him up to it, and then they're driving around, and he's shooting from the... But like, it's like... That's dope. I knew he wasn't going to die, but there was still part of me that was like, this is kind of suspenseful. Like, this yeah. Is kinda, and it's like, it's like I, I, I think it would have been better. Like I, I think Michael Bay knows that... You can't outright kill Bumblebee, but you can definitely dangle him like a piece of meat. Yeah, and it's like it's like that's a character people are guaranteed to care about because it's Bumblebee. You know, we all that's like one of two Transformers everybody knows. Yeah, even if you've never seen the Transformers, everyone knows
1: Prime and Bumblebee.
0: So to dangle him in front of us like a piece of meat like that is. Work, move. It worked a lot better than being like, yeah. "I get a new dad and yeah. I, what are we gonna do?" And it was crazy because you learned so much about
1: Megatron through like the stories and shit and you're just like oh god you're like i really hope this guy like doesn't get unfrozen even though you knew he was gonna <laughs> and then you're like oh fuck like all that shit and now he's fucking alive and then he just rips that guy that I need a fucking powerhouse in half. yeah it's like
0: insane every time megatron showed up all the autobots would turn and run like that's yeah. a that's a good way to establish a character yeah We've seen these Autobots fighting for like an hour at this point. Now, some dude rocks up and they go, Nope, not doing that. And yeah. take off like, uh, and as people to see these guys running, oh, that yeah, that guy
1: that's got to be scary as shit.
0: Yeah, I, I wanted to touch on the human characters in this because I, I thought, they, oh, first of all, way better than the other Transformers. Just, I mean, absolutely, I, this is all right. I'm going to stop comparing it at this point cuz at this point it's just not even worth it. Yeah, well, all right, this movie was 10 million times better than the other one. The other one felt like it was being it was trying to be this movie, but it was like a, like a cheap Chinese knockoff. Yeah. Um and it was like trying to hit the exact same plot points without any of the skill behind it. That's all I'm going to say about the the other trans. I I really liked all the human characters and the human characters had like a a stake in the fight. They weren't just there. Yeah, they were. they, They figured out which of their weapons hurt the robots and then they used those weapons. Yeah. And they like used what they had at their disposal to be a part of the fight. And try. Yeah, and know? they were a and, huge part of it. Yeah. And even, like, Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox, who aren't soldiers, they had a huge part in the fight. Yeah. Megan Fox saves Bumblebee, she hooks him up to a tow truck and drives him through the city.
1: Yeah, Shia LaBeouf's r- hanging off a building with the fucking yeah. <laughs> uh, all spark. Yeah, and he's like,
0: re- physically running with it in his hands. Like, yeah,
1: and the, uh, this is the last time I'll bring up the other Transformers movie. I counted, Thank God I counted three reaction shots that whole movie and it just it just kind of pulls you at it it makes it seem like it's kind of like if you see like a student film and it's like it takes place let's just say it takes place like at a party but you can only round up like three extras <laughs> and it's kind of like okay well this is just I'm totally not buying this as a party now yeah and that's kind of like what it was it's like oh these big robots in the city and whatever it's like there's no there's no people around Mm-hmm. You're in the city. There, there's no people. No one's like, what the fuck? No one's, no one's doing anything. Yeah. It's like you evacuated the city to film this fucking movie. It's like no one sees any of this. But again, now you have these robots who don't give a fuck about like, they're like knocking over buildings and
0: shit. They're like, fighting in the people. streets. Yeah, they're
1: fighting right in the, what, street in
0: the middle of the day. Yeah, that's what this movie gave such a better sense of like, battle yeah than the other one it was it was mind blowing to me like I this felt like they were in the middle of like World War II. Yeah like it was fucking real like it was um and it's you know it's <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I have one of the funniest scenes in this movie to me was when I think Optimus like knocks Megatron over and Megatron fall or he might it's when he falls off the building he lands on like a group of people <laughs> and he's getting up and there's a guy like oh, oh shit and he goes worthless vermin and just yeah bitch slaps a dude across the street i was like no fucking way that was awesome uh, he got, that's oh you awesome. vile vermin and he literally backhands a dude and you see the guy go like yeah. right across the street and like slap off a bus i was and, like that was but awesome dude, but here's the thing just that
1: scene alone, even with no context, shows you so much about that character and what he's capable of.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And you couldn't do it without the human characters running around. Exactly. Like, I will say it was kind of stupid that the military was like, we have to take the whole spark to the city. It's like, I don't think the military would go, hey, let's go to the most populated yeah. area <laughs> with with the objective and, and while we're fighting giant space robots. Yeah. But it did make for a more entertaining movie.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, that, that's what it is. You know, it's entertainment.
0: I mean, it w- I guess it would help with the buildings around, you know. It's better than being out in, like, an open field.
1: You mean, like, the new one?
0: <laughs> you mean, like, where they when stand they were in, a in a giant Peruvian, crater? They were in a Peruvian
1: cornfield in or whatever. The of a crater? Yeah. And then, some for some reason, lava just appeared. God, fuck that movie. But, yeah, um, I don't really have any uh,
0: notes. I actually took a shitload um but we're, we're getting pretty high up on time right yeah now. um
1: because again this was like you know fun little compare and contrast
0: yeah let me let me look for some good ones i know we have some stuff we have to cut out of this
1: but that, that's oh true. i thought
0: i thought the most unrealistic part of this movie was high school shia labeouf not getting a boner with megan fox in his lap
1: yeah, he was like, why don't you sit on my lap? And she was like, nice
0: movie. Yeah, that was the most unrealistic he, thing in this yeah, movie. And, she and like there's 90 foot-tall robots
1: he, on it. She sits on his lap and she like kinda like cuddles him. And he's also not wearing pants because one of the <laughs> transformer, the JVC radio, like ripped his pants off trying to like kill him. So he's in his boxers. In a car that drives itself, which Bumblebee turned himself into like a sick new Camaro. Yep. So he's in like a brand new. Because Megan com- Fox insulted him.
0: Yeah. So he's just like, a- I don't get it. What if he can turn into any car he wants? Why is he still driving around in this shit box? And it stops and kicks them out of the yeah, car? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like out of the street and drives away. Shadow the is like, oh, you offended him. Yeah. You're like, you're like, now you oh, fucking oh, pissed him oh, off. Look what you did. You you offended him.
1: And that's what I love about Shia LaBeouf in this. He's just on crack the whole time. He's like, oh, see
0: what you did? And he's like in his boxers you know in a tunnel. You know why? I like, I think he reminds me of how we would act in this situation. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why we like I mean, him. You so fucking much. idiot. Are you fucking
1: Jesus Christ? What you did? You yeah. fucking idiot. But um, yeah. So what I was saying was he's in his boxers in an awesome Camaro that drives itself. Megan Fox is in there. She sits on his lap. And like coddles him. You're looking
0: right at the camera. Please. And it's like <laughs> she this. sits on his lap. And this guy.
1: This guy is. <laughs> this guy's not. Yeah. Getting an
0: erection. Oh no he isn't. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. Who the fuck do you think you are Shia LaBeouf. Exactly. I can see up your nose. Pretty, pretty gross from that angle. <laughs> you look gross from every angle. <laughs> No. no, you
1: don't mean that. No, no, no. The, hell yeah, yeah, the hell you say? The hell you say? And now, man, we have fun. Welcome back to uh to the podcast with uh with Avatar and Lemon Shirt. That's what we're doing.
0: For what? <laughs> what? For what? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> to what? To what? <laughs> to Utes, Your Honor. You to Utes. Uh, That's the movie we should have done. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, next week. Next week.
1: Well, I want to do Asteroid City next week. Uh,
0: I don't want to. I I hate Wes Anderson. I really want to review a Wes Anderson movie. I don't, because then I have to see a Wes Anderson movie. I heard it was really good, though. Everyone says that about every Wes Anderson movie, and then they always suck. (laughs) Come on, Wes. Um, Let me bang through a couple more of these notes, because we're coming up.
1: Yeah, I mean, from what we have to cut out, we're probably at an even hour now.
0: I really liked how the army was never—this is weird, because it can go either way. I, like, either way, I think it's bad to do this. But the 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 army was very competent, and they were very, like—they always took it seriously. There was never a scene where they're like, eh, whatever. Because, like, obviously it opens up with a military base getting fucking blown off the yeah. mat. yeah. But like I feel like a lot of the time when people put the military or like at the government into a movie, the government just seems to not give a shit about anything. Yeah. But in this, it's like the government is like they're on the fucking ball, yeah, dude. Like, they're right from the get-go. They're like, this is serious. Yeah, we like, need to take this seriously.
1: I thought John Voigt did a great job. Yeah, as he's the, the Secretary
0: of Defense, right? Yeah.
1: And he was just kinda like like they had a hefty part in this. He was like, "We need to do this, uh, fuck oh, this, whatever blah, yeah, that's blah, what blah. I like, want to
0: say too with they were his very char- active with his character, especially there were zero passive characters in this. every single character yeah. not only has something to do but plays a vital role and like his character there's a scene where um he's like with the analyst characters, and the little robots come to kill them, and there's no soldiers or anything around it's just him and and Jesus." And he literally busts open a gun case and pulls out a 12-gauge pump-action shotgun and just starts fucking laying into yeah. them. And I'm like, and he's like a, he's an like older guy. He's like, even back then, he was old, older. Is yeah. he still alive? Yeah. All right. Well, so he was pretty old back then, and he's got a fucking pump-action shotgun. He's fucking shooting at them through the door. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, I like so how what, they
1: didn't try to make him funny either. Yeah,
0: he took that's what I mean. He he was taking the shit really seriously. Yeah, like th- they always kind of as as the stakes ramped up, it only got more serious for him. Yeah. And like to a point where he's physically taking up arms to fight with them. And then the other thing is uh about that scene that I really like is all the characters have obviously this is a stupid sentence and I hate saying the sentence but sometimes you'll know what I mean. The characters actually had characteristics that they adhered
1: to. Yeah, I know what you like, mean.
0: Like, the nerd character never picked up a gun and started shooting people. Because he's a nerd. And he's yeah. great, but he's great at computers. So he's on the computer. The guys that are good with guns are on the guns. Everyone knows their role. Yeah, and, and there's no point does he pick up a gun. And you're like, eh. Like, yeah. no. He cowers up into a ball and hides under a desk. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's who, that's what he should be doing. Like, not every character deserves... Has to be the hero, yeah, Not every character deserves the gun moment. All right? yeah. The guys with the guns deserve the gun moment. Because then, the then it
1: takes away that effect. Yeah, so it's like... Oh, now everyone's just playing with guns. Now everyone's just... Yeah,
0: the, so, like, each character brings something to the table, but that also comes with, like, a negative side. I'm really good with computers. I don't know how to use a gun. All right? So... They do the computer stuff, and I I assume the gun guys don't know anything about computers. They're just like, what are these fucking robots? All right, you click, bam. Does it bleed when I shoot it?
1: (laughs) Pete Davidson comes in. Nah, man, that's just engine oil.
0: Oh, it's engine oil.
1: That's the last time I'm bringing up.
0: There were no, there was no engine oil in this movie. Uh, movie. Yeah. Oh, this is another, I have so many good notes about this movie and we wasted so much time being dicks. Well, we can
1: always <laughs> cut out some of the beginning.
0: I know this might, I'm going to try and bang through these yeah. as fast as I can. Um, last week I talked about how it was weird that when the robots punched each other, they would like get knocked out. Yeah. And I didn't understand why, like they were even punching each other. This movie did, did it so much better. Every time a robot punched another robot, dude, fucking pieces of it would go flying. Yeah. like, you, like fucking, you would punch a robot and his jaw would fly off, or like screws and shit would fly over the place. And it's like that makes sense, all right? It's like a, it's like a, like a, like a car crash, like the metal slamming into each other, yeah. and then it's breaking. It's like in the other movie. They'd punch each other and be like, oh, yeah, and they would, they would like fall down and be like, Ugh. It's like, but you're a machine. That yeah, shouldn't you hurt you. Feel- it makes more sense that they're getting punched and pieces are flying
1: off. Yeah, because you're trying to break them. Like and in this one I noticed a lot of it was like grappling. Because yep. they were literally just trying to rip them the fuck apart. And the only time I went to see like a punch scene, like Optimus was behind a wall and he's like this. And I'm like, oh, here he comes the big punch. But his fucking um, Those blade, comes, blade out. comes out and he just shanks the guy <laughs> and kills him immediately. I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah, right. Like, yes, it,
0: it, it didn't make any sense for the robots to punch each other unless they had to. And that's um, I know the military. The, 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 they had a different way of, of fighting. I know the military. It, I mean, knowing Michael Bay it probably took inspiration from that. The military there, the way they train their soldiers to like fight. Uh, isn't to, like, kill people with their bare hands. It's, like, to get the person away from you and, like, to get back to your gun. Like, and that's kind of how the the Transformers fight. Like, the only time they're ever using their hands is, like, when they're trying to, like, outmaneuver another Transformer to get back to their gun to shoot them. Yeah. Like, or, or like, Megatron will, like, tackle a guy and, and, and fly him through a building.
1: Yeah, and it's like, but do you see what you're saying right now? It's exactly what we're talking about, where you're like, hey, I noticed this in this movie, yeah. which was cool.
0: Yeah, because they did that on, <laughs> they did purpose. It on purpose. They there's,
1: want you to talk to me
0: about that. There's thought behind it. Yes. There's, there's like, okay, why would a robot punch another robot unless he absolutely had to or, or to destroy him or, or Megatron rips one of them in half because yeah. he's like 10 feet taller than the other robot. Um, I thought it was way fucking better. A, a Bumblebee gets his legs blown off in an explosion. Yeah, it's like th- it all makes sense. Like, and and you know what it, do, it does too is it makes the robots seem destructible. Like, it, there's more. The, the stakes are higher.
1: Yeah, there, there, there was. Yeah, the stakes were higher. There, there were consequences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, in this new one, there just weren't any. You know, it was, it just, there seemed like there was, like, I know what was on the line in the new one, but it just seemed like there was nothing on the line. Yeah. Because, again, you didn't know anything about the bad guy in the new one. It was, oh, he, he devours planets. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's that's pretty fucked. But that's all you know. And then it just leaves it alone for so long. But with this and one, you And I know, you know that don't...
0: that's like a Transformers character. Yeah. You, when you- I hate when people critique our critiques and they're like, well, if you read comic number Four hundred and seventy-two, you would know that that's a, a yeah, side character I'm, from a Deadpool. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. When I see a movie, I expect all the information I need to know to be within that movie. If I can't see a movie as a complete outsider, then it's failed as a movie. Yeah. Because that's, that's who's seeing your movies. You know, you're not just making transformers movies for transformers fans
1: yeah exactly and yeah it just seemed like uh you know like you didn't even really know about megatron until halfway into this movie and it's like oh what the fuck and then you learn everything and then he fucking comes to life and starts fucking shit up yeah like, and that's that's, know, that's, that's and for the like, better
0: because he's so powerful it would be ridiculous to see him from the get-go yeah Especially the movie was two and a half hours.
1: Yeah. So to see him like 15 minutes in. Well, that was,
0: that, that was what we know. were... And we were complaining about that last week, too, with the other guy. The other You you said you liked that the other guy was invincible and, and so powerful. But he's there from the first second. Yeah, like that. And then it, it introduces all these moments where you're like, well, why didn't he just kill him? Yeah, why didn't he kill he Optimus, was, right? there. he had Optimus. He could have killed him yeah, right
1: there. He was there too much. I did like that trait, though, that when he was on screen against them, you're like... You kind of had like that kind of Thanos vibe of this isn't going to go well. Yeah, but, but I think yeah, they did it they... a lot
0: better with Megatron in this. Because, oh, absolutely. Because he he is he runs through the Autobots like no problem. Yeah. The only person who really can stand up to him is Optimus, and even he can, he kind of gives Optimus a run for his money too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the since he was on screen for less than the other guy, it never introduced. There were never there was never a moment where that could have happened. Yeah. Where Opt where Megatron because listen. I don't know too much about Transformers. I do know Megatron is not the type to monologue and walk away, All right. Yeah. No, Megatron is not the type of guy, not the type of Autobot or whatever, the, the cyber, no, what are they called? Cyber citizens? <laughs> <laughs> He's not the type of dude that it wouldn't kill Optimus the first chance yeah. he gets. And it's like, so they never even, Michael Bay knows to not even give him the opportunity. Exactly. This because other guy. When you
1: have, i mean we spoke about that with guardians how when rocket had that opt that uh, that chance to just kill that guy who killed all of his friends he didn't take that opportunity he had a gun to the guy's head and then just like dropped the gun and was like eh. yeah i get he was upset about his friends dying and he needed to leave but like that guy's behind all this. Like, you gave him the opportunity to kill him, and you didn't take that opportunity, and now I'm asking the question, why didn't you just fucking do that? You know? <laughs> God, I'm fucking angry now. But yeah. uh,
0: There was one, I think, two more moments I really liked was there was a, a moment where sam is face to face with megatron and he's like hiding behind a pillar yeah that scene was so fucking funny to me because as sam is hiding it cuts to optimus really quick and optimus is like sam hold on and a fucking helicopter is falling out of the sky and optimus doesn't do shit about it (laughs) it was yeah i just i thought it was optimus could have saved those men and he didn't yeah (laughs) that was so funny and then there's another scene in the middle of the fight where Optimus trips Megatron, and I thought it was really funny. He yeah. kind of, like, sticks his foot out. Yeah! <laughs> I was like, what a juvenile way of fighting Like He's like,
1: nope. But they were juvenile in this quite a lot. Like, the way that they interacted, the way they spoke, like, when they're all in Sam's backyard, and he's like, you guys have to be quiet, and there's six Autobots <laughs> in his backyard on his back lawn that his dad is obsessed with, and, like, just... Stay as your car forms and <laughs> relax, and then Prime's fat fucking head just comes into the window. Like, did you find the glasses? <laughs> and he's like, "Get the fuck
0: out of here!" Love, <laughs> he's like, "He's like, stay in your car forms," and they go okay. And then he like goes to look for it, and then he looks back out the window, and they're all in their car forms, but they're still sitting on the lawn. He's like, "Not like that!" Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Get off the fucking lawn!" The best lawn. Way is like
1: one of them. I. I forget who it was, but one of them like slowly gets into car form and it's just funny seeing him go down on his knees and kind of like <laughs> tuck and turn like slowly. And like the hood just goes, you and he's like, okay, I'm a car now. It's like, and prime's like up against the, the back of the house. Like, cause the parents are like looking out the window. He's like,
0: he's a 30 foot tall robot.
1: Yeah. Like they, they cared about not being seen by his parents. It was funny. Because in reality, they don't have to give a fuck.
0: No, they only gave a fuck. Cause Sam gave a fuck, and they were like, "Well, we like Sam, so yeah." Let's, and
1: he's the guy who's helping us. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll respect him.
0: I did. I, I. I also like how Sam um had like a deeper connection to the Autobots than Noah did. Yeah, Noah just kind of buys the car or steals a car, and then they're just like, "Come,
1: yeah." And, like, and Pete Davidson as Mirage was really just like, yeah, man, because you're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: they didn't really have a reason to invite Noah along, and that yeah. kind of like took me out of it.
1: And that's what's great about this movie is they directly involved Sam. There was no reason for him not to be there. They're like, hey, we need your help to leave because this is connected to your bloodline.
0: Yeah, his, his grandfather, his glasses have the coordinates for the all spark like burned into them yeah and sam has the glasses so it's logical for the autobots like we need you sam
1: like in the new one where they're like oh the other half of that rock is in peru they could have just fucking left
0: (laughs) yeah why bring noah and the girl yeah and they brought the girl and the girl found it but it's like and then it just so happens that the They're too big gun. for the tunnels. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, but you didn't know that before, so why bring the humans before yeah. you knew that?
1: I mean, that led to my biggest note in the new Transformers, which was just how convenient.
0: Yeah, it was super. And this movie never felt that because, no. and I think it too it goes back to my previous point where each character has their strengths and the movie never forgets what those are. And, yeah. and each character, like, you know, Shia LaBeouf isn't a soldier. He's not. A, he's not fighting the robots. He never puts on a fucking suit made out of fucking Transformer skin, yeah. and starts beating up Megatron. He He's he's made of meat and flesh, yeah. and he can't shoot a gun. So what does he do? He picks up the and, fucking AllSpark like a football, and he takes off running. Like, and, there you go.
1: That's And I will say, too, I mean, you have a g- great director for this genre. You also had Spielberg as, on as a producer, mm. which certainly helps. Yeah, And I think that that... Like, with Spielberg on, I think that's where you kind of get that good feeling of character. Because, I mean, if you watch any Spielberg movie, he always makes it very, like, he's always so, like, honed in on his characters. And I think that, I mean, I know he didn't write the fucking thing or really direct it, like... Granted, no, but, you know... But, I mean, I think...
0: even Even when it comes down to, we complain about Disney all the time and their inability to pick good directors. That's what a producer does. Spielberg is a great director so he can recognize when other directors and what they're good at part of being a good director is recognizing other people's skills and and utilizing them so i imagine steven spielberg said we got a big fucking robot movie who makes big crazy movies michael bay get what (laughs) (laughs) get michael bay in here to film this shit he knows exactly how this shit is supposed to go and you know what i'm sorry michael bay I'm sorry. I, n- I never gave you enough credit. I yeah. always knew you was the goofy it's, explosion guy. Yeah. You, you can knock it out of the park. You can make a fucking, you can make an action movie. Yeah. That I, I Compared to the new
1: Transformers, I'd give this a fucking 12 out of 10. <laughs> Just as is. I, I'd honestly, I, you know, I know it's like a robot movie and whatever. It I'd, was good. I'd give it like a 7.5. It was a good movie. It, yeah, it, it wasn't. And I'd give it that rating because it knew what it was.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It it wasn't. It 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 was fun. Like I hate when people go to movies and like that was fun. That was a fun little movie. I legit had a great time. I didn't even talk about my favorite line of the whole movie. My favorite moment in the entire movie, and it made me laugh so fucking hard. I paused the movie and called you. That's I was like keeled over laughing because I thought it was so funny. The Autobots show up. They meet Shia LaBeouf in a dank alleyway. Optimus Prime, like, unfolds. Is that what you call it? I don't know what you would call it. Transforms. Sure. That sounds weird. He unfolds from truck form, which, by the way, he looks way better as a Peterbilt. That's that's the truck nerd in me. Uh, Add me on Steam. We'll play American Truck Simulator together. But uh, he unfolds. All right. He gives this big, goofy monologue. It's really dramatic. Then he sticks his arm out and he goes, these are the Autobots. And it cuts to one of them and he's break dancing and he just goes, what's up, you little bitches? Oh, my God. He like
1: like pops a squat on a car. He's like, this looks comfy. Dude, that made me laugh so hard. I think that's the one that died.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, um, jazz is his yeah, name. Yeah,
1: which is a great thing because his opening line makes you fucking laugh, and right off the bat, you're like, I fucking like that guy. Yeah, and then you think like, oh, I don't want anything happen to that guy because I like that guy, and then Megatron rips him in half, and then you're like, Fuck, I really nah, liked fuck, that guy. That guy, and
0: that's genius. You know what I? You know uh, what? What? What kills me right now is that we're not gonna do the other Transformers movies because there's like six of them. Yeah. But it's not until, like, the fifth one that John Goodman shows up as a Transformer. Dude, his Transformer makes me laugh so hard. I love him. He's a big, fat guy. He looks like a dwarf from, like, Lord of the Rings. He has a metal beard. He's big and fat, and he has a minigun. And he just runs around being a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I love John Goodman, dude, and it's John Goodman's voice. It like it's like picturing fucking Walter from, from yeah, Over the Line. line. Yeah, they, they like they put a little robot reverb on it, but he's like, oh, there's a part where he's like spinning around and like beating the shit out of all these Decepticons, and he goes, "I'm like a fat ballerina," <laughs> and he's like punching yeah. the shit out of them, and he's like, oh man, dude, like Megatron shows up. And you know, we just spent all this time talking about what a badass Megatron is. Dude, Megatron shows up, he calls him a little bitch, and just starts shooting at Megatron. He's like, Oh, you little bitch. <laughs> and it's like, dude, that's Megatron. Yeah, you don't you don't
1: do that. <laughs> how like, did how did Megatron die Oh yeah, Shia LaBeouf put the fucking cube in his chest. Yeah, I didn't fucking, wasn't I didn't even, wasn't crazy about that.
0: I didn't understand that. I also didn't like that Optimus was like, yeah, you should do that to me. Yeah, he was so and
1: like and I get like that's part of Optimus's character of always trying to make the sacrifice for the greater good, whatever. But like I thought his would, first like, instinct should have been to do that to Megatron.
0: I thought it would I think I thought it would be like uh more like Avengers where the 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 rocks powered up Iron Man but killed him in the process. I thought yeah. it was going to like give him like a super boost and he was going to go ham, but yeah. it would be too much to handle. But no, the ro- the the fucking Allspark just killed Megatron and like melted into his head. Yeah, and it was like, and then, and then, and then, they, and then they just drop his body into the ocean like Osama bin Laden. Yeah, they, yeah, they started just <laughs> like, all right, buddy, you're fucking whale food now, yeah, bitch. They... <laughs> Tossed him in the water. Yeah, like that. Like, dude, he's a giant like sentient that fucking robot
1: tin can Titanic ship.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, fuck that shit. That's sad. Is it? And did you hear about the
1: kid who went yeah, to the Blink concert?
0: I wouldn't give a shit if I was that guy either. I, maybe I wouldn't be on Twitter. He,
1: but, he was the, my grandfather would really want me to go to this Blink 182 guy. My, my
0: stepdad's a fucking billionaire, and I got a hundred dollars to my name. <laughs> well, not anymore. Oh uh, well. The only person I feel bad for is the fifteen-year-old who really on, didn't want to. He was like, "I don't want to fucking do this." Yeah, he's like, "I'm." Yeah, terrified. you should have been. You should have been more convincing, my friend. Yeah. that's the moral of the story people if you don't want to do something learn the power of no yeah you know don't fucking wish you know don't don't bend over backwards to make people happy because you'll end up on the bottom of the fucking ocean corpse
1: with the with the
0: decepticons stuck in with with half your body stuck in megatron's teeth and the other half is fucking at the bottom of the titanic (laughs) Floating like, next to fucking what's his face is Leonardo DiCaprio's fucking dude. What an awful cock. way
1: to go out! You're bolted into a tin can, on top of the Titanic, stuck there for days.
0: Oh well, did you hear what happened? Yeah, it imploded.
1: Yeah, but like you know, you're probably gonna die. No, it imploded. It was instant. Yeah, but well, I'm just saying, you know, they they were stuck though.
0: No, no, it just exploded. It was instant. That's the only saving grace of the story is it just.
1: Oh, but I mean, did they, but was there like a period though where they were like. No. So we're stuck? No. So they lost
0: contact an hour after they went down. Okay. So an hour, it takes about an hour to get down there. As soon as they were down there, most likely they just imploded. Wow. So it just crunched. And it, at that depth, it's instant. There's no like...
1: Oh, well, yeah. I heard that it was like literally milliseconds.
0: Yeah. Well, so... <laughs> you know the Mariana Trench? Deepest part of the ocean? Yeah. James Cameron goes down there yeah. all the time for some reason. Um, the first submarine that ever went down there, like halfway down there, um the the windshield cracked. And they just kept going. They're like... because Their rationale was that... If the hull had been, in t- like, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, if, 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 like, it broke, it would have been instant. Like, the, if the, the reasoning was that if we have time to think about it, then the submarine's fine. Because it, it's literally a microsecond it takes yeah. to just crush. And, uh, yeah, so the window cracked and they, like, sat for there for, like, ten seconds. Like, all right, well, it's not going to break because we'd already be dead. So let's just keep going. What a guy. They also didn't bring, so that wasn't James Cameron. James Cameron was the first man to go down there with a camera. Yeah. That first expedition was in like the 60s and they forgot to bring cameras. (laughs) They're at the bottom of the ocean. They're like, all right. Did did you bring? Oh, son of a bitch. They also hit the bottom of the ocean and kicked up all the sand down there and couldn't see anything.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, anyway, I figure we close out now.
0: Yep. Uh, you gave this. this a seven and a half? Yeah. I give it a yum.
1: Yep. This was a
0: yummy movie. It was yum. I had fun. Uh it wasn't it wasn't a perfect movie, but it doesn't have to be. I'm Charlie.
1: I am Shy Labouf. And this was an episode of the Degenerate Movie Reviews.
0: Oh, I said it.